and welcome to another episode of the DS Walk Show. I'm your DS Walk. And it feels good to be here right now, Anchor Podcast, where you get your podcasts. And it feels good to be doing this show. This show is everything to me. And I enjoy going on here doing this show. And I hopefully my show is entertaining all you guys who are here listening to it. Even just my one fan or two fans or million millions of fans. But before I get started with the around the league, what's going on in Major League Baseball and the coronavirus outbreak, the NBA restart and the NHL restart, I want to start off with some sad news that happened over the weekend back in my hometown of Detroit, Michigan. You know, the city I love, the city I represent, people, everything about it. I just, I love it. When I was growing up, I just listened to the fan and I said, with the ticket. And one of the personalities I always listened to was Jamie Sanders. He's pretty. Uh, Jamie Samson, uh, he said on the ticket, he has passed away due to his battle with colon cancer. He announced seven days ago that he was battling colon cancer for 19 months. You can tell because he came to work. He was energized. He's done his job. And he looked in good health. You couldn't tell that this man was battling colon cancer for 19 months. Those are not my words. Those are the words of his co-worker and friends who know Mr. Samuelson for over 20 years. And he announced that seven days ago that he was fighting this battle and he let all the viewers, all the listeners, even his co-workers and friends inside of his battle. That battle came to an end this past Saturday. And throughout Saturday, the weekend and today, friends he has worked with in the radio industry TV where he did Lions, Detroit Lions coverage everybody has paid their respects and shared their memory of Jamie Samuelson um, you, know, to, you know it's a sad day in radio because this Because you hate to hear, you hate to hear, hate to hear that a legendary voice pass away, especially someone who love what they love, very, very love what they love to do. And you hate to hear that someone lose a battle. Make no mistake about it. I believe, I believe everybody who has cancer fights. And they fight for their life. I don't believe no one quits. But I also believe that they try 
to live their life as normal as possible. And for me personally, you know, um, growing up in Detroit, listen to the fan, and then follow him to 97 with a ticket, and listen to how he just listen to him, you know. He's a, when, when it comes to being on the radio, he is one of the best I heard. He always had me tuned in on what he's going to say. And you talking about a guy who's a student in the game, talking about a guy who practice, research, guy who's entertaining, a guy who knows how to entertain the people. Especially from a man who, like Jamie Samuelson, who's not from Detroit. No, he's born and raised in the Bay Area outside of San Francisco and going to college at Northwestern University in Chicago, but landing radio job in Detroit and making Detroit his adopted home over 20 years and be able to relate to the people the state of Michigan and the metro Detroit area. You know, it's a sad day. It's a very, very sad day. And, you know, I read the tweets of, of his colleagues, you know, Bob Wojnarowski of Detroit News. He said, you know, Jamie was all goodness and kindness, the sharpest wit and the greatest laugh. He did radio for 25 years in Detroit, and he kept adding friends along the way. As he built a fantastic reputation, he will be forever missed and forever remembered. Then you have Dan Miller, play-by-play -play guy from Detroit Lions and Fox 2 sports director. He has some kind words. That when first Samuelson and Henson would regularly have him on their show on the fan, Miller was always appreciative of those information that he showcased himself as more than just a stiff television man reading off the teleprompter. You know, Jamie has that, has that, he has that type of personality that he makes people comfortable. And Miller went on, talks about how Mr. Jamie Samson was a great husband, a great father. He always is there for his family, put his family first. Talks about how he would bring his kids to take these onto the football show. The love for his family is really what just I'm sorry, y'all, because it, it kind of chokes me up. Uh, Jamie Samson passed away at the age of 48, colon cancer. Take this time, a moment of silence to pay my respects to him. Thank you, Jamie. Because of you, you're one of the reasons why I do what I do. And I hope one day I can get to that mountaintop, that pinnacle of my career as you have.
thank you for everything you have done in this radio business. Thank you for representing Detroit the right way and the people of Detroit the right way. We'll be truly missed. Detroit radio scene, sports radio scene will never be the same, but you know, we have an impression, impact, a positive impact. And I look forward to one day even the same impact as you have. I look forward to following your footsteps in sports radio. Thank you for everything. God bless you. All right, uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie, you know, it's gonna be kind of hard to do the show today, but I'm gonna do the best I can. And with everything going on in the sports world, no, it's uh, is what this is what's going to get me through. Unfortunately, I got to start with more some more bad news. It's not as bad as the death of Jamie Samuelson, Samuelson, but you know if you pay attention to baseball, you you'll know that for a week now that the Miami Marlins hasn't played because of the outbreak of the coronavirus in their clubhouse, in their locker room. And we've been waiting on in the front office, mainly their Jeter to speak. Well, he spoke today. And uh, let's just say that he wasn't very happy and he helped the players have a sense of urgency. Now, before I get to what Derek Jeter said, you know, I'm, I'm going to go back to what I heard on the weekend and what this person and how the players, just major baseball players, were upset at Rob Manfred because he blamed them and they felt like it was a finger point. And look, we all feel that way. However, the players do have to take some responsibility for their action. They had to take responsibility because it, it kind of felt like they were being too relaxed. And they kind of feel like, you know, these guys were not taking these guidelines serious. They weren't taking the coronavirus serious enough. But that's kind of somewhat Derek Jeter was saying what he said today. And I'm a Basically, I'm going to paraphrase what he said. And basically, he blamed the team's coronavirus outbreak on a collective false sense of security that made players lax about social distancing wearing the mask. Uh, basically, it affected 29 members of the team, uh, 18 players. No, not seriously ill. But he does expect all of them to return this season. And just to say they their Jeter were just blaming the players, no. It was just not the players he was blaming. He was blaming the staff. He was blaming because it was, you can't, you can't be that relaxed. You just can't. And he went on to say, with more than half of the team sideline, 
He still believes the Mar Marlins still can be competitive when their season resumes Tuesday at Baltimore with a hiatus of more than a week. Uh, following the uh, Major League Baseball investigation, Jeter said it's impossible to know where the first Marlins player became infected or how the virus reached their clubhouse. They left South Florida last week to play two exhibition games in Atlanta. And when they opened the season with the three-game series in Philadelphia, read the outbreak surface. Guys were around each other, they got relaxed, and they let their guard down. They were getting together in groups. They weren't wearing masks as much as they should have. They wore shows of distancing. The entire traveling party got a little too comfortable. And he is right. You know, guys got comfortable back into their setting. They got comfortable around each other. They want to hang out with each other. They weren't thinking about wearing no masks. They weren't thinking about being distancing because they were around each other. It was like they were feeling kind of like this feeling they was back home. No, they was in their comfort zone. They was in their comfort spot. And when you get that way, you don't think about anything else. You don't think about, you know, what's going on out here in the world. You don't think about what's going on at home. You don't think about anything. It's that you're around your brothers, talking, we're laughing, we're having a good time. And sometimes we forget. It happens all the time. However, you would think, though, that what's really going on out here with the coronavirus, you would think that these guys would not be too relaxed and would still wear a mask and would still be distant. But they didn't. And it's not going to be the first time you hear a story like this because baseball. It's, it's going it's to probably going to be another outbreak or it's probably gonna happen. And honestly, it did happen. <laughs> With the same little card, and we'll get to that. However, these players, you can still do the same things you do. You can still chat it up with your teammate. Y'all can still sit around, talk to each other. Y'all can still hang out with each other. You just gotta wear a mask and you gotta have some distance. Right? We don't have to be close to each other and talk to each other. We don't we don't have to be that way. We can separate. We can have some space. It's the whole point of keeping your distance. It's the whole point why the Major League Baseball put these in. I'm not I'm not totally going to put the blame on the players because you have managers there. You have a junior manager there who could have kept this from happening. Okay. Everybody knows the rules. Everybody knows the guideline. Major League Baseball knows the guideline. I'm not going to exalt Major League Baseball because they knew about this. And when the guys got a group text and they found this out and base, Major League Baseball continued to let them play, this all could have been shut down quick real quick so 
I agree with Derek Jeter said. And look, we don't know when those 18 players coming back. All we know they'll come back this season. And hopefully this is a learning lesson for the Miami Marlins players that you have to take this outbreak serious. This is no joke. You can't be relaxed. There are protocols and guidelines for a reason. Let's stick to it. Let's stick to it. Because you guys, along with the owners, they not want to be in a bubble. Y'all didn't want to be in a hub city. Y'all want to play baseball in y'all stadiums. Because y'all want y'all did not want to be away from y'all families. Alright. At least it's probably guidelines. No high fives, wear your mask, keep your distance, no spitting. If y'all want to get paid, do what you gotta do. Just follow those rules. Just like the St. Louis Cardinals, whose game with Detroit Tigers have been postponed because they don't outbreak of the coronavirus. And rumor has it that some of the players and staff went to the casino while they were in Milwaukee. Nah, there's no proof of that. No one has come forward with that. Those are just a rumor. So, as usual, make sure baseball gonna do their own investigation. They're gonna find out what happened and how did they get it. Now, the ones who tested positive, they're back in St. Louis. Everybody else is still in Milwaukee. You know, it's it comes to a point in time where you just common sense have to kick in. And like I said, the Marlins, just like with the Cardinals, guys get relaxed, they get around each other like nothing is happening. You know, nothing's new. Oh yeah, you know, we won't get infected. Guys gotta wear a mask, gotta keep your distance. This is not a good look for baseball. Because like I said last week, this, with baseball going through, college football is watching, NFL football is watching. Because they are the model. And if they can't get this under control, what's, what's, if they can't get this under control, how is the football and college football, how are they going to make it? If you got the players not following the guidelines, if you got the league, if you got MLB, the leaders in MLB being a little too rash themselves. All right, baseball is a model. You, football is watching. But for football to succeed, they're going to need baseball to succeed. And if baseball continues to fail, if these numbers continue to grow, like it has, where you got 13 Cardinals players plus staff have the coronavirus, and then you had 18 players from the Marlins, three staff members caught the coronavirus. That's, uh, my man was somewhat decent. That's 34. 34 team, 34 players and, and members combined. Oh, 
players has to be, have to be better. They have to they have to follow these. They have to follow these guidelines. And these managers have to enforce them. And I'm sorry, Major League Baseball might play Big Brother, and they might have to make sure that these teams are enforcing these rules. Nobody don't want Rob Memphis to be Big Brother. Nobody don't want Major League Baseball to be Big Brother and watch them every time. Nobody wants that, but hey, if you got to, then you have to. Now, we don't know the players who got tested. Not quite sure we'll find out down the road. But, uh, you know, these numbers right now are just 34. Let's hope that's it. You want, We don't want to see the numbers grow anymore. We don't want to see none of these players be immature and do something that I'm not supposed to do. All right, so please wear your mask, keep your distance. And again, rumor has it that uh, that, that some players and staff went to the casino. It hasn't been proven yet, just rumors, and we will find out after the investigation if that's true or not. If it's true, that will be disappointing. That'd be reckless. And whoever, if, if it did come back that is true that player or excuse me that player staff member speed up for the season period that is how I feel because that's being selfish you're putting your needs you put what you want to do ahead of the team ahead of what you guys agree to and that's just flat out wrong not only you cost yourself money, you cost other people money. And in this case, you know, for the Marlins, they lost a week of games that probably will not be made up. And for the Detroit Tigers, they lost two or three games that would not be made up. Be better, guys. Be better. And other news and sports. Here's something that's good. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You know who he is. The former WWE superstar. He wrestled under the name The Rock. The box office hit. The man himself, Hollywood. The one eyebrow raise. You know, Fast and Furious. San Andreas. You know that guy. The Jabroni beating The Rock. So Dwayne Johnson and a group that he has put together agreed to purchase the XFL for $15 million according to a news release issued Monday morning. The XFL, if y'all remember, declared Chapter 11 bankruptcy back in April, April the 13th. Has been seeking a buyer for the past three months, marketing itself as a tea made for TV product that could transition as early as 2021 to a bubble concept during the coronavirus pandemic. Now, before I say anything, y'all, I, I mean, are you telling me The Rock had to get a group of investors to buy the XFL for $15 million? Do so he just got that in his back wallet somewhere? 
I mean, the man made hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars at the box office times two. I mean, he's one of the biggest Hollywood stars. He probably, no, excuse me, he is the biggest star in Hollywood right now. You tell me he don't got $15 million in his back pocket. He had all the investors. I mean, I know it's business. I know in business, you don't want to, you don't want to pay for everything. $15 million? Come on. Come on, man. Johnson Investors, who included his business partner, Danny Garcia, along with Redbird Capital Partners, are making plans to play next season. So the XFL is back. They will be playing next season. Before they even do that now, the sale must be approved by a bankruptcy judge at a hearing Friday. Monday afternoon, the bankruptcy court committee of unsecured creditors filed an objection based on certain assets, including in the sale. So, it's a little bump in the road, but we'll find out Friday. So the XFL, it's, it's, well, if everything goes through Friday, it'll be back. And everybody will get their spring football back. And the question is, how's it gonna look? To, how's, how is the XFL gonna look? Is it gonna look like the NFL? Is it gonna be different? Or are they gonna keep the same concept as Vince McMahon was doing this past season? Are they gonna be new teams? Are they gonna keep the same teams? It's gonna be a lot that we gonna we gonna find out once everything goes through the XFL, but that's what this all is going through. Then that means you know Dwayne Johnson, we will see him a lot more on the sideline, maybe. But just do me one favor: no wrestling gimmick, no wrestling gimmick at all. Just keep it strictly to football. Yes, and finally, we're going to finish up with some scores around the NBA. The of the restart, we had Indiana Pacers beat the Washington Wizards 111-100. The Denver Nuggets beat Oklahoma OKC 121-113. And the Toronto Raptors beat the Miami Heat 107-103. Going on right now, so we speak in the third quarter with a minute 25 left. New Orleans Pelicans lead, lead the Memphis Grizzlies 76-71. With a minute 14 left now. In the first, the Sixers lead the Spurs. Oh, excuse me. The Spurs come back and take the lead over the Sixers 19-17. Later on today, it will be the Lakers and the Utah Jazz. And if you have been watching, let's just say thank you very much. NBA are coming back during the restart. And, and finally, in hockey, we had the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Washington Capitals in two overtimes, 3-2. William Pat Jets beat the Cardinal Flames, 3-2. The Carolina Hurricanes beat the New York Rangers, 4-1. Going on right now, Pittsburgh leads uh, Montreal, 1-0. In the third, Dallas leads Vegas, 3-1. And later on, we are getting the Chicago Blackhawks against the Edmonton Oilers. And don't forget, these are round, round robins, robin rounds, round robins. So, thank you for listening to the DS Walk Show. 
It's been an honor. It's been great. We got a lot of games to watch tonight. So make sure you guys tune in to the NBA and NHL action. And remember, keep your distance. Wear your mask when you head out. If you don't have to go anywhere, stay inside. God bless you. Stay strong. I'm out.